nothing was happening on the thing until it clapped. I'm going to take out the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'll just stick it on the end like I usually do. You know, that, that'll hurt somebody's ear holes. Not the clap. <laughs> I'll take it out. <laughs> You're going to leave the clap on the there? Clap. <laughs> the clap doesn't hurt anybody. Nobody Steven. gets the clap in their ear holes. It's just... I feel like if anyone knew anyone that got the clap in their ear hole, it'd be you. Knowing somebody. Yeah. Or being somebody. I. Just depends on the month, really. It does. Mm -mm. (laughs) Welcome to Dual Senses, a PlayStation podcast where we give you our two cents on everything PlayStation. My name is Alex Wolf, and I am joining the one, the only... Stephen Morrow. I'm actually not the one and only, though. There's... At least four other people with the name Stephen Morrow, and I'm friends with three of them on Facebook. What happened to number four? They're too famous. They don't have a public Facebook. Oh, okay. They're like some movie director. Oh. But the other three, one of them is like in high school, and well, they're probably not in high school anymore. This was a few years ago. But anyway, so they're like a little bit younger. Another one is like a sound technician. They do like the music for fireworks shows at Disneyland. Oh, cool. So pretty fucking cool. And then the other one, I think, is like an actor or something. So basically all of my dream jobs. And then there's you. And then there's me. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So you, you can here catch with the, the show. eating cupcake in front of a microphone. <laughs> you talking catch, about PlayStation. You can catch the show each and every Tuesday on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And then eventually, it's Saturdays, is that when we're putting up the video audio? Or the audio video on YouTube? Uh, it's been inconsistent but usually within a few days you can check us out on youtube and listen to the audio (laughs) that way if that's your druthers what by all means like comment subscribe to the show what your druthers druthers yeah your druthers i don't know what that means you've never heard that whatever your druthers or anything that phrase no really yeah huh okay it, it, it's a thing. I could not provide you the actual definition, but so due to context. Like preference? It's, yeah. It's a southern colloquialism. Like, whichever you'd rather, you combine it all together. You'd rather? Yeah. Huh, okay. Whichever you'd rather, you Down here in combine it Kentucky. Druthers. Druthers. But you can subscribe to the show. That way you keep, you're caught up on every episode as they go live. Live on your pop podcast platform. This is not a live This show. opening has been <laughs> fucked tail and back. That's but by all be by all means support the show by going over <laughs> and to by all MTF production slash donate where you can donate as little as a dollar to help us beef quality, hopefully get a decent opener and something to numb Steven from laughing every thirty seconds. Jesus <laughs> Christ, so are you sorry. okay? <laughs> I just heard beans and then and then uh, it's just uh, please give us a dollar. <laughs> mm mm mm. Because, uh, baby, I'm worth it. Nope. That's what, that's what you're going to cap it off with, huh? <laughs> All right, that's the end of the show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God damn it. What you been up to, buddy? Uh, well, besides slowly falling apart, um, I've, <laughs> I've been, been, you know, living life, I guess. I, I took down the Christmas tree, finally. You know, we were just over there, and I did not realize that. But you're right; your Christmas tree was down. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, so that was a a big change. The living room is like twice as big now. Uh, it was a small living room. <laughs> yeah, but it, to be fair, though, like that other half of your living room is like 
segmented. Yeah, no one really ever sits there uh, when you have people over, so. That's true. But I also, I didn't move the couch back yet. Oh. So I'm still going to do that. Um, That means it's a little easier to play VR games now, so that's nice. There you go. But, yeah. Uh, So took down the Christmas tree. That's a big change. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I've been playing some, some King's Quest with Rachel. Trying to get through that. Uh, we've been procrastinating uh, with the last chapter because uh, we just have a bad feeling. <laughs> we think someone's going to die. Oh, he, he's fucking done for. Yeah, like, I mean, we right from the start, really. His ass is, gu- is grass. Like, he's done. Uh, but, Roast him. But yeah, so that's, that's kind of rough. A pike. Um, but yeah, that's that's really what's been happening with me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's cool. How about you? Uh, you know, uh, not not too much. Work is work. Um, preparing for this baby on the way and whatnot. Been playing a lot of games. I got two Platinums in the last week. That's right. Yeah. Um, Rachel finished up the last campfire. Mm-hmm. And then um, I finally got around to actually playing Donut County, which is impressive for me. I think the reason I didn't want to is because it was pissing me off. That the game is five dollars on the App Store, but is twelve on everything else, or thirteen on everything else. Yeah. So when it went on sale in that PlayStation Holiday you're paying sale for thing, trophies, that's what you're doing. I was like, all right, I can justify spending like the two, three dollars it was when it was on sale there. I'm like, all right, cool, that makes sense because I'm not gonna buy this game. I know I can get on my phone for five bucks, mm-hmm. and like, typically I would understand that because you know mobile versions of certain games are like Just lesser. Something things are missing. This that and the other. Donut County is not sacrificed on any fucking aspect it's on mobile as a composed platform. So there's no yeah. reason other than like publisher fees and whatnot and licensing and all that good stuff for well, that game to be it, worth Think more. of it this way. You're supporting both PlayStation and the developers. I mean, but yeah, but I'm also cheap. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so, just how I justify it. Yeah, and I understand that. But yeah, so that was that was fun. I That game... I wish there was more of it. Mm-hmm. I really do. Because, like, they could have made... It's, like, two hours long, and each section focuses on, like, a, char- a certain character's, uh, like, home or area they reside in. Just getting obliterated. And just getting fucking obliterated. <laughs> but, and then you get little snippets of these characters, and, like, they exuberate humor, like, immediately when they're in dialogue. And I just wish that each chapter, instead of it being just a singular, singular level, multiple levels made up a single chapter to flush out the characters. Yeah, and because those characters are fin- are fantastic, they are yeah. so much fun to just see <laughs> and like just hear the fucking like. There's a character named Salt, and he just likes watching birds. And he goes, "Yep, watching birds. Yeah, it's a nice bird. I like watching." And it's just the way the dialogue's phrased. I'm like, "Oh my god, like, this is terrifying!" But it was so much like, fun. Uh, I I really want to spend more time with these characters so we can see them develop. And then your favorite character is. I like birds. Like, I just imagine he's just going to say some other stupid shit. And I'm like, and I just really, really want to see that's that. That's actually, that's one thing that I really liked about Donut County is it never overstayed its welcome. Oh, like, God, it, yeah. It, it's short and sweet and kind of like, I thought perfect. Yes, I wanted more, but I would always rather be wanting more than wanting less. Yeah. Like, that's that's a better way to be left uh, after finishing a game. And it but, was just relaxing um, like the music like yeah. it's a very zen mm-hmm. game because that was i was super stressed like for a few days until like i think i started playing it on a monday and like that friday saturday sunday i was just like 
just like, uh, I'm, I'm already on edge. So I came home from work and I'm like, I'm going to play this. And it is exactly what I needed. It was mm, comfort food. It was, loved it. I also, I really liked the sort of undertones in the story of how, uh, like, I, I don't remember specifically because it's been a hot minute since I played it because it's been out for a while. But, um, like, there was this idea of, like, letting people down and, like, having to deal with that. Uh, like, the, the raccoon guy. BK, yep. Um, he, he was kind of just negligent and was destroying people's lives without knowing, really, or without caring. Um, and then... Like, there's, I, I distinctly remember there was a conversation in the hot air balloon that just kind of made me stop, and I was like, wow, I felt that. And then, you know. Yeah, he was just kind just of. Keep going. Unnecessarily that he, not caring, he thought he was doing them a favor. He had an excuse, like, every time someone said, oh, I've been meaning to do that, he goes, see? And I just took care of that for you. I got rid of this. He thought he was clearing out everyone's trash. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, this is your trash. You don't need this. You don't need, that. like, he was just obliterating everything, thinking, like, sure, he knew he was being a dick, but he's like, whatever, you were going to do it anyway, and you knew it was something that needed to be done, so why are you complaining? So, but it was... Mild spoilers for Donut Clown. Clown. Yeah, I mean, Donut it's Clown, other than, guess, you know, it again, two hours long, it, yeah, it's, it's not, not much of a spoiler. <laughs> and it's it's been out for a while. Yeah, you turning on that game for two minutes, I mean, that would be comparative to another game where there actually is, like, length to it, yeah. and you're an hour in the game. <laughs> so... But yeah, I like that game. Yeah, it's good stuff. I remember I was uh, struggling with whether I wanted that to be my game of the year that year or not. I remember that. It was on my list. Yeah, I think I th- both you and Alex Derrickson, uh, both Alex really like pushed for that game. So I can't remember what else came out that year. Was that Edith Finch year? Um, I don't know if that was Edith Finch year, but that was 2018. So that was Spider Man, God of War. Um, I don't, I don't know what year Edith Finch came out. I have it, but I've never actually played it, so I, I have no idea if it's. You still haven't played Edith Finch. We go over this every time we bring it up. No, I have not played Edith Finch. Hmm. All right, I'm gonna have to tie you down, shove a controller in your face, and make you play Edith Finch. That's what mm. I'm gonna have to do. Mm. Right to get the rope ready. Jesus Christ. It's a great game. I've heard good things. I just haven't, like, one, I forgot I had it. I didn't realize it until we were scrolling through my library on the PlayStation 5 last night. I'm like, huh. She goes, you own Edith Finch? I'm like, yeah, apparently I do. It was probably free through Plus or yeah, something. I it was and I got it, and I just added it to my library, and I just never thought about it again. Well, if you want a nice, just kind of chill two-hour experience that you can sit down and play, I think you would really like it. And I think there's, uh, there's some moments I think you'll really relate to. Like, it's, it's one of those kinds of games where you can see bits of yourself in some of the characters. Mm-hmm. For everyone, it's different characters, because there's a lot of them, but it's really, really well done. Mm, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Steven. Yes. Talking about free stuff on PlayStation Plus. We've got a doozy. Yeah, we got a fucking month, man. Yeah. Like, I, let's, to be fair, PlayStation has been pulling out all the stops in their PlayStation Plus games since the launch of the PS5. Yeah. Uh, not only for PS5 owners, but also PS4 owners. So kudos to them for not, you know, leaving those people behind. I think since slimming down what the store focus is, with it being Vita, PS3, PS4, and PS5, and just making it PS4 and PS5, has helped them follow through with, like, their commitment to saying, oh, well, we want to streamline and make sure we're not going to, you know, forget our PS4 owners with the PS5 and Horizon. 
You are an animal. I swear to you. This man. I'm, I'm trying so hard not to make a mess. Is mauling this chocolate cupcake. Did I do that? Yes, you did. You, expo- no. you exploded it. This is earlier, and I did, it was further out, but I compiled it into a oh. little pile so it wasn't like all over the place. I'm just trying to eat a cupcake in peace, but it is the most difficult cupcake to eat. So I'm like trying to quietly eat this thing, and I'm laughing because it's just, it's it's explosive cupcakery is what it is. Volatile. Volatile. Mm-mm-mm. Cake. But any hooser, so since then, they have followed through with their promise of we're not going to leave our PS4 owners in the dust. So this month, we have Control Ultimate Edition. Which I am hella excited for. I know, that's fucking awesome. Because I've been wanting to play that, but I don't want to spend money on it, and I know that's shitty, but still. I got a used copy with store credit like two, a year ago. Whenever it came out, there was a used copy at GameStop, and I picked it up and tried it, and I was having fun with it. But I wasn't having as much fun as I wanted, and I had other things I wanted to play. So it was like, I don't need this right now. So I ended up just taking it back. I'm like, I'll try it again later. So this is, like, primo opportuno for me to hop on into it. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for this one because it seems like, like, I don't know, it gives me infamous vibes if infamous were, like, dark. When it comes to the, the, honestly, like, the The gameplay feel, yes, 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 yes. So that... uh, that was exciting for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I like supernaturally stuff and weird stuff. Oh, it's weird. I remember like the first hour I played that, I was like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. But eventually, this will unravel. I remember Rachel's asking me, what's going on? I'm like, I, you keep asking, but I don't know. This game has not told me shit. I just know I'm in this building, and I am now being called a founder. And I'm like, I don't know what happened. I found a body. From, from what I hear... <laughs> It still doesn't really make sense unless you there's like all kinds of like in-game lore yeah. and things. So unless you read that, it's still not going to make sense. I am according to from what I hear. stoked to see how this looks on the PS5 because like PC players like this game was already gorgeous on Xbox One and PlayStation Four, mm-hmm. but it got a ton of praise on PC due to its graphic fidelity, the frame rate, and ray tracing. It was gorgeous. So I'm curious to see how it looks on this. We shall um, see. We shall see. Uh, next up, we also had... Con- well, hold on. There's also a bit of fuss with the Ultimate Edition being free on PlayStation 5. Yeah, well... Yeah, people were butthurt because originally it was... If you owned the original like, core control, you did not get the PS5 upgrade. You had to buy the Ultimate Edition, which was like a separate SKU, included all the DLC, and then that would upgrade to the PS5. Yeah. So and like people, people already didn't like that. they didn't like it because they already spent money like on pre-ordering and everything. All right, mm-hmm. well I'll just do that and I'll play the next gen way that way. And then this happens, and they're like, "Well, what the fuck?" <laughs> um, there's been no talk of if Remedy will be providing or Remedy PlayStation or anyone's gonna be providing any refunds for people who did pre-order it at all. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. I don't think it'll be anything crazy, but yeah, I mean. It's also, this game didn't particularly sell astoundingly well, mm-hmm. uh, which is a shame because I've heard such great things about it, but uh, I think having it on PlayStation Plus is going to help that too. Yeah. So the pocket of people that could be upset is minimal, which doesn't negate the problem, but still, that's at least nice, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's It's definitely nowhere near... A cyberpunk issue <laughs> no 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 no. yeah i'm excited for that one um and also uh 
fuck, what was the other PlayStation Plus game? Oh, we've it's got another one that I'm excited about. Um, Concrete Genie. Yeah, Concrete Jesus. Genie. So even though even though we already played it, mm-hmm. I'm very excited for other people to get their hands on this game because I just think it's great. Yeah, uh, I got it, and I th- we both got it around launch last year, mm-hmm. um, and it's it is a return to form for video games where it is simplistic, it is fun, there is still deep meaning behind it. It's pretty, and anyone can pick up and play. Anyone, like I, I can't think of anyone that. At an age where they start playing video games at a, some kind of comprehensive level, mm-hmm. I think would we'll be able to pick up this game and have fun with it and enjoy it in some manner. Yeah, and um, it's not like one of those games where if you fail, you're like screwed. Yeah. Which is nice. But that's oddly, it's another game that reminds me of Infamous. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, yeah. especially the final chapter uh-huh. uh, was giving me a lot of Infamous vibes. Uh, so that's just kind of weird. Yeah. But still really good game yeah so check it out pixel opus really fun to developer i want to see more from them so hopefully yeah they've developed uh that entwined Mm -hmm. game as well which was sort of like a musical arcadey thing yeah uh but really interesting jump to go from that to concrete genie and very curious what they're going to do next because it seems like they're just kind of exploring yeah and doing whatever they want which is what i want well, I think developer. I think because Concrete Genie did get a lot of critical praise, I think if they keep it up and they see more success with it being a free game, I wouldn't be surprised if they get you know more ambitious with budgeting and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. and finally, this one we already knew was going to be a PlayStation Plus game for this month: Destruction All Stars for the PlayStation yep. Five. So there was a state of play. Um, on this game about a week or so ago now as of recording about eight minutes long video and kind of details the gameplay and the characters and things of that nature so everyone go check it out um it looks like a lot of fun uh the trophy list is very destruction heavy so (laughs) by all means sticking to its guns uh i'm excited to play this one i'm a little bummed that i don't know who i'd be playing this with for a while but it it seems like a game i could just kind of hop in like oh yeah sure let's go some time and play does this have local like split screen i don't know i haven't watched the state of play yet and so here's the thing this is the second state of play i think playstation's done where they just kind of just dropped it and like even after dropping it they don't really announce like oh hey it's a state of play there's no alert yeah notification so i check the playstation blog every time that i open the web browser on my phone and i didn't see any of this on the playstation they didn't mention and like when they did mention it it was like in passing with a bunch of other stuff so it was like oh okay cool it's like they have literally a free or you know relatively inexpensive way to get information out to people and they're just not doing it yeah it's as simple as typing a thing and hitting post even if it's an eight minute video nintendo did better job promoting like nintendo does when they do like their big directs they'll say we'll release a smaller direct later focusing on this one title and then they remind people hey don't forget that direct is coming in two days and it's sure it's only maybe 10 minutes long but at least people that are interested in wanting to play this game yeah are notified the big problem with destruction all-stars when this was supposed to be a launch title but the problem was they hadn't shown anything off. No one knew what the fuck it was, so it didn't make any sense for people to like go out and buy this. So here you are, you've given it time, and you have an opportunity to tell people, and you didn't fucking do it. Yeah, I remember <laughs> the first time that anyone really saw the game was when they were they did a video demonstrating the user interface for uh-huh. the PS5, and we saw 
like the matchmaking lobby yeah. for the game and then it got into gameplay and then they just cut it off <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck why it was would you ridiculous do that? and i remember the character was like clipping through the ground so it didn't look like it was in good shape uh so i'm a little nervous but it's free it looks like fun mm-hmm. i wish i had a ps5 so that you know this seems like something that we would enjoy playing together yeah even if it's just like once or twice that would be a good time so and from what i've understood ps4 owners should be able to go through and add this game to their library um by all means shoot us a notification let us know if it still doesn't work but from what i understand that even if you don't own a PS5, you can go add this game to your library via yeah, the store. Just website. like with Bug Snacks and mm-hmm. you know other PS5 games that were released. So there's that. These go live on February 2nd. So as you're listening to this episode, you should be able to go yeah. onto the PlayStation Store and add those games. So do it right now. Mm-hmm. Steven, you just said you really wish you had a PS5. Yeah. Sorry to tell you, buddy. So this comes from gamesindustry.biz. AMD's expecting chip shortages. So for those that don't know, the chipsets in both the PlayStation 5 and the new Xbox consoles are both created by AMD. So during their Q4 earnings call, um, they kind of discussed like, hey, we, had, we broke record sales with everything you know we've done, um, but we're expecting shortages for the first half of 2021 on these chipsets, but I expect that to ease up quite a bit in the second half of 2021. So this kind of plays into another reason why PlayStation 5s have not been readily available as much as we'd like and it sounds like it's just due to COVID-19 restraints still just with shipping and packaging and just all around manufacturing these chips so it's new tech and so give it some time I think we'll still see a bit of resurgence still especially with the PS4 Pro console manufacturing halting mm-hmm. PlayStation can focus more time like while they're still waiting on chips I'm sure they have some kind of reserves they're still using, and now they can manufacture everything else, everything every, else around it. Every mention of chips, I just really want some chips and salsa right now. We have chips and salsa. Hot so damn! We can we can make that happen. We I'm getting word from Rachel. We do not have chips and salsa. Oh no! So I am sorry. I have lied. Well, that's fine. Yeah. But anyways, I to be honest, I wasn't really expecting PlayStation Fives to be readily available until the second half of this year, anyways. Yeah. So this is kind of Fine. more like i i kind of expected this uh it just kind of sucks because yeah i mean it sucks for gamers obviously who want the ps5 and are still having a hard time finding them mm-hmm. uh, it sucks for playstation who would you know i'm sure they would love for everyone to have a ps5 yeah uh so it's just kind of shitty all which around. is crazy because in this past week everyone was getting ps5s almost every day like restocking between walmart well, not and best everyone. buy uh, well, major retailers. So, like, Amazon had them, Best Buy had them, Target had them, Walmart had them. Yeah. PlayStation Direct had live queues go up two days in a row. It was weird, and it was out of absolutely nowhere. And then even in the UK, there were some retailers that are that were getting restocks. Um, so I wonder if we'll see more of that happening. And I wouldn't be surprised if we get to a point where the restocks happen with no real warning. They'll run out, restock, run out, restock, and it'll just become habit people just checking in and then eventually it'll just be commonplace like we'll be no talk like hey we're gonna have more available everywhere now like you're not gonna see an announcement like that in my opinion yeah so honestly i kind of like it better when it's not announced because it makes it harder for bots to yeah to grab them that's what i don't so. get now is everyone talks about these scalpers and bots and whatnot but it's like 
Stop fucking announcing when you're going to have them in stock. It might be easier for people. Like, the people that want one are adamantly checking every day. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, so, with that being said, though, like, I still want one, but I'm also not adamantly checking every day just because I'm, like, frustrated. Yeah. And I don't want to have to reload the same thing just to be told that it's out of stock again. And also, I genuinely believe that there are solutions for these retail websites that they are just not... Provide. Well, so and that's the thing. So some UK retailers, especially in London, from what I've read, that a lot of stores are putting things in place for that. Um, I know one retailer, I can't think of the name, did have something in place and bots found loopholes around it and got through. <laughs> so that sucked. But I think... Um, well, I'd like to see that more and I'd like to see yeah. it more on like... In, in US retail websites, mm-hmm. uh, like walmart and target and gamestop like I'd, I'd like for them to implement those things playstation uh i know that they make you link a playstation network account yep if you want to buy directly from them mm-hmm. i think that that's good you have to wait uh, in a queue but uh but yeah i would like to see more of that from other places just because i can see this becoming a problem into the future and i with don't, not just consoles yeah with yeah. everything uh and i don't want to live in that future <laughs> So I want them to have some kind of a, a process, a security measure to prevent that. Just because, uh, like, I know that on a strictly business level, they don't really care. If they make a sale, they make a sale, whatever. Right. But in the long run, that's just going to hurt them. So I hope that they realize that and that they're coming up with solutions mm-hmm. and actually imp- implementing them. Because I don't think that they're expensive solutions. Yeah. Uh, I think PlayStation has, what I think they've got their solution kind of down pat with them having to send... You have to link in a PlayStation, PlayStation account to when yeah. you want to do this. It's the other retailers that, you know, aren't really getting anything, which also blows my mind. And I think the only retailer that's trying to combat it in some kind of way, oddly enough, games, uh, I almost said GameSpot, but GameStop, with them having their bundle solutions and things of that nature, I think that's one way. But that's also due to, as you and I both know, GameStop retailers don't make shit when they sell just a console. They lose money. Um, so I'm surprised more websites aren't doing that because if people don't like when these bots are buying consoles and droves, their, their companies are losing money cause they're not getting accessories sold behind it. Yeah. So weird. Well, also like the idea of bundling things anyways, though, that's, that's not necessarily as consumer friendly because it no. bumps up the price yep. and mm-hmm. like a console sale is useless even to like a retail store like GameStop unless people come back and buy games yep same thing for playstation it's useless for them unless people buy games and so even having the bundles that just makes it so that only people with larger sums of money can buy the, the exactly. console, and it's more likely to be a bot mm-hmm. or you know somebody who's who's playing that numbers game of buying them up and then reselling yeah so I- it's it's the same problem so i don't really see the the bundle thing as a solution no it's not i wouldn't not say it's a solution yeah but maybe a solution for GameStop to at least make something on their dollar. Which yeah. again, that's why I'm saying it's surprising that other retailers aren't doing that because they face the same profit loss when mm-hmm. you know these bots buy all these consoles and droves. But but yeah, but uh, I I hope that they become more readily available later this year. Yeah, I so I want to walk into a store and buy a PlayStation Five like a normal human being. I. <laughs> uh, and so I am not going to have a PS5 until I can do that. That's that's my new stance. Mm. Uh, just because I've been frustrated with going online 
Um, that's not to say that if the opportunity arises and it's right in front of me and I can do it online. What are your thoughts on it, but... pickup in store? Because I know Target, when they were advertising they had some in stock, they would only allow you to – you had to buy it online, but the they would not it ship it to you. Store, you had yeah. to pick it up in your local store. I mean that's fine, but I just – I like the idea, me personally, of just going to a store without even – wanting to buy a playstation 5 and just seeing it on the shelf mm-hmm. and being like oh okay yeah and then that being how i get the ps5 i would love for that to be a thing because <laughs> then i will feel like there's some kind of normalcy that still exists nah fuck that because that's <laughs> i mean that's how i got the ps4 is you know i got it in a store yeah it was a store that i was working in yeah but, but still, didn't you pre-order it and pick it up at it was at the still <laughs> like i got it in the physical store yeah i could see it and I, I I could touch it, and then I could put it in my car, and I could drive home with it. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, I, I just want to be able to do that again. I get that. I, I have a feeling that this is going to be the last console that I'll be able to do that with. So, uh, I just want to do that. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I think, and we talked about this extensively in previous episodes, but, um, and I think it was a point you made, where if these consoles are available more so in stores the scalping issue would not be nearly as extensive as it's been. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if there's some normalcy during around the next generation launch, I don't think would this I don't think it'll be as difficult. I mean, depending on whatever they're putting in the console, like if it's some weird like blood diamond thing that's only available at certain spots, like that might make it hard for them to develop and get consoles out there. But otherwise I would imagine it should be It'll be hard at first because everyone and their grandmother's buying them, but it's just a matter of like checking your local stores and like. Whose oh, okay. grandma is buying a PS Five for their grandkids? You know, Christmas and whatnot. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone's grandma specifically is buying a PS Five for themselves. Well, who knows? I just want to meet that grandma. At that point, like you know, that's, like, that's it. People that are like, let's say, ten years older than us—that's mid thirties, early forties or so—they could be grandparents at that time. Just depending now i'm feeling old yeah oh, no. like, who i'm knows? that grandma yeah you could be that grandma <laughs> oh, <Steve>. no <laughs> uh well still i'm holding out hope for it Mm-mm-mm. but i'm not i'm not getting too stressed out about it not till ratchet and clank comes out there you go speaking of games coming out steven a year ago it was announced that uh sony and MLB and Microsoft came to a deal where they would begin publishing MLB The Show on Xbox consoles as early as 2021. And that's looking pretty likely here. Yeah, because isn't it, isn't it that the exclusivity for MLB yeah, we, expired? It, uh, I don't think it was expiring per se. I think it was a matter of PlayStation's like... PlayStation was the only market. They were the only place that was selling MLB games because MLB... 2K, the last one that came out was 2K13. Um, so I think, I don't think it was a matter of the exclusivity deal, because PlayStation still holds the exclusive rights, but now PlayStation can publish it, and I think that was always within their own. We can put it on whatever we want, but because they're competing with other people, it was like, no, we're going to keep it on PlayStation. Now that they've been out of competition for MLB games, for at least when it comes to simulation at least, mm-hmm. it's been seven, eight years since they've had anyone to really worry about. So now it's like, well, what do we do? Like, yeah, I think baseball is a it's a universally loved well, I, sport. I thought it had initially something to do with some kind of a license thing or some kind of contract expiring. Because they... I, hold on. 
Well, gonna... I don't know, because it, it's still, like I said, it's still a PlayStation exclusive thing. It's just PlayStation can publish whatever the fuck they want. So I think they came to an agreement where they could say, hey, we can sell on Xbox consoles if you agree. And that was really about it. Because, I mean, MLB Association, they're not going to just say, oh, we don't want your a game about us on everything. Like, they're not going to say no to that. And, like, PlayStation still holds the exclusive developer rights of developing MLB games. Or at least the show, when it comes to simulation. There's still, like, arcade baseball games out there. Like, Super Mega Baseball. Which, from what I hear, is pretty good. So, by all means, check that out if you haven't. If you're a baseball fan. Eh, yeah, it was a multi-platform agreement with uh, the MLBPA. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Yeah. But... But yeah, still, I think, uh, what is it, San Diego Studios? Yep, San, San Diego. Yep. Uh, I, I still think MLB The Show is uh, one of, if not the best sports game, like proper traditional sports game mm-hmm. out there. Uh, so, you know, they definitely know what they're doing, and I'm excited for more people to be able to play that. I'm excited for that team to be able to make a shit ton more money. Yeah. I'm just hoping that having to develop on multiple consoles isn't going to bring down the quality i i don't uh, think it'll be an issue i mean playstation's already kind of dabbling in like this is the big thing about this this is playstation studios publishing this title mm-hmm. so they kind of dabbled with pc last year with horizon zero dawn um and they said depending on how that goes they may bring more of their first party games to pc and we already know that's happening with final fantasy 16 and demon souls so obviously so then bringing it to xbox i don't think there'll be a lack in quality going on um, there might be some exclusivity where, like, oh, yeah, it'll be on PlayStation first, and then, mm-hmm. you know, stagger the release, because maybe if there is a quality issue, they can assess and at least get it for PlayStation owners' hands first, and that way. But anyway, this came from, this is a source, was Video Games Chronicle. There was a, a cover art leak of some sort with um, the PlayStation Studios logo on an Xbox on an cover Xbox art case. of MLB The Show 21. Uh, so, I think it, all the same, it's pretty cool, because, I mean, we've seen everyone else publish and put their games onto their consoles, except for PlayStation, really. We saw it happen with Nintendo and Microsoft, um, between Cuphead and um, Minecraft being published on just about everything. And what was the other game? Oh, Ori. Oh, the Ori games being on, on the Switch. So It's really mostly just been Microsoft showing up on other consoles. Yeah. And now it's interesting seeing PlayStation do the same thing. Because they've uh, arguably been the most conservative about doing things of this nature. So, yeah. It'll be cool to see how this, if this goes well. I think the future is platform agnostic. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty fucking cool because MLB The Show, especially on Xbox consoles, is going to sell like hotcakes. Like, I don't know how well you remember when we were at GameStop and whenever there was an MLB The Show game coming out and there was no games coming out for Xbox, everyone and their grandmother wanted one and it's like, sorry, it's PlayStation only. And Xbox owners like, well, I guess I'll buy last year's MLB 2K or pre- prior years or whatever they could get at the time. Guess I'll buy... What was the shitty R- RBI baseball? RBI baseball? Jesus Christ, yeah. Oh, no. And so, yeah, and so I... They'd think buy that, though. They would buy it, but even they then... They made a killing, probably, just would, because people couldn't get the game that they wanted. But then it would come right back, because it was bad, and it wasn't the same. So, yeah. and RBI baseball, while it had been around forever, this was like a resurgence of the, of the name. Um, to see if they could snatch that market up because of MLB The Show mm-hmm. being a PlayStation exclusive. So I think if this deal goes as lucrative for PlayStation, which it will be. There's no way that it can't be. Yeah, I, I would be 
incredibly surprised if it's not unless this game is just atrociously bad, which they haven't been. Um, I expect PlayStation to double down and like finally kind of wise up and say, "Oh hey, this works. Like we can do this. We can start putting our games on multiple things." And you'll see. It's interesting. So everyone was worried about when Bethesda, right, got bought uh, by Microsoft earlier this year or last year. Um, everyone's like, "Well, what's going to happen?" Well, not everyone. Not everyone, but people were like, "Well, what's going to what's the what's the conversation going to be like? Will Bethesda games still come to PlayStation?" And we both agreed that yeah, it, they will. I think they will. They'll be timed probably for certain experiences, but they'll still come mm-hmm. and they'll still make their money. And we were like, well, what's PlayStation going to do? PlayStation didn't have to go out and buy and acquire someone to do this. They just, we've already got our first party studios. Let's just get a publishing label going and put them out on everything. That's what they did. I still really, I highly doubt that God of War will ever be. Oh, God, yeah. I don't think the big names. I, I I think PlayStation, at least with their current landscape, PlayStation really thrives on having this sort of exclusive... Um, portfolio mm-hmm. uh, that's really and I think I think they get away with it though because it's so high quality yeah uh, but we've seen Microsoft I think dabble in it a little bit more because uh, they don't really have as many like big like ridiculous AAA exclusives as much yeah a lot they don't of have as many yeah. like more second party exclusives and in that realm, I think it's safer to play with the idea of putting them on other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially games that are multiplayer-focused, like like Gears or Halo. Yeah, or like not even very like hardware-intensive as well, because like something like Cuphead on Switch, yeah. for example. Like, that's not hardware-intensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, like the idea of God of War on the Switch, like... Oh, God, no. It just... It wouldn't work. Would you see a game like God of War? Would you expect? Would you ever think a God of War game would ever be put on PC, even with a staggered release? I think it could. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, because it, it, that's interesting though. But I, I don't think PC and console spaces are really competing. No. So, so I think that yeah, that's that's a little bit more foreseeable. Yeah. The only real bridge there would be. PC owners using Xbox, using Game Pass for PC. Yeah. And while God of War by no means would be on Game Pass, it would be, you'd see people using Game Pass also buying God of War, much like they were buying Horizon Zero Dawn mm-hmm. and going that route. Yeah. So. But I'm, I'm really curious how the video game industry and how platforms are going to look and platform services are going to look at the end of this generation. Uh, just really curious. There's a yeah. lot of things that I think are in the precipice of changing <laughs> or adapting, I should say. I hear you. Speaking of adapting, Stephen. Oh, no. Dude, I'm, I'm on it. Yeah, these, you're on it with these, these segues. I'm ready. I'm prepared. Um, rumors are circulating that The Last of Us Part Two to possibly receive a PS5 upgrade. Is this a reference to the adaptive triggers? That- You're damn right it is, Steven. <laughs> because Last of Us Part Two already currently supports adaptive triggers and have the feedback via the DualSense yeah. controller. So they've already adapted. Yeah, but there's no proper upgrade. So like, whereas Ghost of Tsushima received the 60 frames per second 
like consistently locked there mm-hmm. um, with the performance mode. Last of Us Part Two does not have such optimizations it's still or options like 30 there. Frames, I think. Yeah, so. it's still the same game. The only thing it's changed is the controller. You know, you feel the resistance when you draw your bow. Um, so this comes from Reset Era. I found it via Push Square. There was a user that posted and um, talked about it. The sketchy part, like while the user is credible, because this person also predicted multiple portions of the PlayStation Five showcase last year, uh, extremely accurately. That's really the only person, only thing this source has to Going their name. Yeah. yeah, so it's shaky. But again, with the DualSense controller already having support, I wouldn't be surprised. All they'd really have to bump up the game with. Uh, I think it already supports 4K resolutions from where it was running on the PS4 Pro. The only thing missing is the frames per second, really, and possibly ray tracing. Um, Honestly, really, the big thing that they just have to do is just patch in a way to unlock the frame rate. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, it wouldn't take much at all. Because the PS5 can totally handle it. It's surprising that they haven't already, because Ghost of Tsushima did it within a month of the PS5 being available. Mm -hmm. Surprising that a game like The Last of Us, which also then went on sale for half off for the last month of the year, didn't. So, I wonder if maybe they're working on a different thing and then they're going to have that update along with that different thing. Would that different thing be like a proper like PlayStation 5 version of The Last of Us, like a disc? Like its I'm own... thinking it could be a multiplayer mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it could be We're a still return waiting on of that. factions. Yeah. Which they have hinted is making a comeback. I mean, they're saying it's be... still coming. It's just not, yeah. not so, ready yet. So maybe that's a thing where they'll be like, okay, Factions is out now. Also, here's an update to make Last of Us Part Two nice on PS5. Maybe there's like a bundle that comes with Factions with a mm-hmm. PS5 enhanced version of Last of Us Part Two, Or you can get Factions separately for 20 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. I think that would be reasonable. I wonder if they'll just do the thing that everyone else is doing. And we talked about this last week, I think, uh, where they talk about factions as if it's its own game. And it's like, it's also free if you own The Last of Us Part Two, but it's the only way you can get it, period. <laughs> it's not like a yeah. separate skew or anything. Honestly, I, I hope that it's just free and included. I hope that they pull a Ghost of Tsushima. Um, oh, I, 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 that's what I expect to happen. I, I really hope that they do that. I don't know if they will, though, because... I mean, that money can definitely be made. Oh, it, if it they, definitely could. If they do it separately. But I think just because but. that precedent's already been set by people like Grand Theft Auto Online, Red Dead Online, Ghost of Tsushima Legends, it'd be kind of like off-putting. People are like, really? Like, everyone else did this. Like, we've already bought your game. Now i got to pay an extra 15 20 bucks for the online multiplayer that you told us was coming when you first developed it. You just said it wasn't going to be here at launch. Mm-hmm. That kind of sucks. But I, think, but I think that would be a good time for them to roll out that update oh the th- fact that they haven't yet says to me that maybe they're trying to roll it in with some other marketing thing mm-hmm. so did you play the factions mode in the first last of us uh briefly what are your thoughts because i never touched it uh very difficult it's like it's like hardcore mode basically uh because everybody is already an expert online <laughs> and i would just go out there and i would get like stuck in a bear trap and then i would blow up <laughs> It was rough. <laughs> I kept getting yelled at because I was letting people down. <laughs> I just can't. And they had like a. <laughs> it had. It was interesting because it had like its own little story mode, kind of. Yeah. Where there was like a little, like a little news feed that would tell you things that are happening in your little group, 
and everyone in my group was dying. I never had enough supplies. I would go out there and try to do what I could to help them out, and then I would just end up getting hurt, and then I would be yelled at by strangers online because I'm not good at that game. <laughs> I'm not... I don't do good with, like, really brutal, high-stress things online. <laughs> it was just expecting too much of me. It was very well done. <laughs> it was a quality experience. <laughs> But God, am I garbage at it. <laughs> uh, with that being said, I'm really excited for Factions <laughs> I'm excited to just play it once or twice, get my ass handed to me, and then I don't know, turn man. it off I mean, and cry. I'll, I'll, we, with Legends, I mean, we played, not consistently, but we've dabbled in it for sure. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, because by the time I imagine Factions comes out for Last of Us Part 2, I would have actually beaten Last of Us Part 2. And I'd be down for playing some Factions. I'd give it a the shot, see what it's so, about. Like, I felt similarly about, like, Uncharted Online as I do with Legends and Ghost of Tsushima. Like, I feel like the multiplayer modes and the single-player mode, like, the gameplay directly translates. Mm -hmm. But with Last of Us Factions, I felt like it was extra strategic, and it was just, like, I would just die so quickly. <laughs> and I, I just wasn't... Like, I play Ghost of Tsushima and Uncharted, like, I just kind of run into situations. Mm -hmm. And it's very, they have a tool set where you can adapt very quickly. And then with The Last of Us Factions, it felt like, oh, I had to always know exactly what I was doing. And I had to always have a plan and I had to always be communicating. And I just don't play those games like that. Like, even with Legends, when I play with you, it's like, yeah, yeah. We, we sort of communicate, but oftentimes... I make a mistake, and then we just figure it out. And yeah, we, just we go. adapt to it. Yeah, And it's fine. It plays like an action game. Mm -hmm. uh, but Factions was a little bit more strategic in the same vein as like Rainbow Six Siege or okay. something like that, where it's like, I'm just not... I am not a competitive online player, so like this yeah, is not I'm not me. wired for that. Yeah. But there is definitely a community for Factions. It has a following. It is a quality experience. So... Uh, I'm still excited for it to come out for other people, and I'm still going to try it. Uh, How do you just... feel when single-player games... Because I think this became a big thing around 20... Uh, what year did Uncharted 3 come out? Was that 2010, 2011? I'm not the right person. Well, that and like... <laughs> I'm bad at years. Like that and Tomb Raider, the, uh, the remake, the reboot, the first installment came out. And then we started seeing the trend of a lot of the games that were typically just single-player only. Mm -hmm. Like, that was all they had going for them. Started getting this tacked-on multiplayer mode. Well, here's the thing, though. You say tacked-on, but... So, Tomb Raider Online, that was tacked-on. I think Uncharted Online was actually a well-thought-out thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it, it functioned very well. And that originally was... Uncharted 2 had the Yeah, online. Uncharted 2 was so the first one, So that set yeah. the precedent. And that was that was a great time. Yeah, I loved the hell out of that. I played that. I think, I think between Uncharted Two and Warhawk, those are like my two most played online games ever. Fucking Warhawk. Unless you count like God, MMOs bring it back. and stuff like that. But uh, so I think I think the difference. You're asking how I feel about that. The difference is whether or not it was given the thought and the 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 design. <laughs> Uh, know-how as the single-player experience like ghost of tsushima legends mm -hmm. they cared about that yeah that was a whole separate team from the start of the game they were developing that mm -hmm. alongside the whole single-player game 
and I think that Legends stands alone on its own. Mm-hmm. I think it is a quality experience, and I can stand by that, and I can recommend just Legends on its own. Like, I would spend money on that game. Yeah. Uh, I can't say the same about any game with multiplayer, but I, I'm i okay with multiplayer being added to traditionally single-player experiences as long as they're well-designed and thought out and not just tacked on, especially not just tacked on for the sake of a quick buck with microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's why Ghost of Tsushima Legends is phenomenal. Uh, I don't even... Does it even have microtransactions? I don't even like know. Like premium currency? Yeah. No. Uh, so that's amazing. I know Uncharted Online did, uh, but it was very minimal. Yeah. There was like a coin system was that, to unlock stuff. Did 3 have that, or was it 4 that had that? I don't remember 3 having microtransactions. I 4, think they I all did, if I remember correctly. 2 didn't. I know 2 for a fact. Uh, there were like additional maps you could buy for 2 and 3. Okay, like map packs. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know... I can't remember if there were like microtransactions, microtransactions like cosmetics. I don't remember. There I know were skins, but I don't know if you could unlock those. They could be unlocked in game with the. You can earn in-game currency by playing online, but I don't think in three at least that you could go to the PlayStation Store and actually buy the currency with real-world money. Um, I don't think it got that but far. I know there were map packs and stuff. Yeah, and oftentimes yeah, yeah. those were bundled with some kind of something yeah and that was pretty standard back then uh, was just buying a selection of things and you got extra stuff with it but But, i mean i'm i'm fine with microtransactions as long as the game is good yeah like if it's shit without microtransactions then i don't want to i feel like microtransactions especially when the microtransactions are purely like cosmetic Mm -hmm. like you still have the opportunity to earn them in game with in-game currency but for the people that don't want to spend that much time working to get that stuff and like i'm okay with spending two or three bucks to get it like by all means, give them the option. I said the same thing with um, with Legends actually. I'm like that game could totally be given out for free. Everyone can have it. You don't need to own Ghost of Tsushima to play it. And to subvert that cost, give everything the option of being like, hey, you can get this stuff in game by playing it by That's itself. But also, you also have the option to spend some mun buns on it, like you said, just on the cosmetic stuff. Yes, on the cosmetic stuff. Because there are upgrades and things. Yeah. And I don't want people being able to just drop fifty dollars and then kick my ass. Right. Yeah, I think that'd be totally fine. I think that's totally fair. Same thing, I think uh, Crash Team Racing got a lot of flack when... Because they originally said there weren't going to be microtransactions in the game. But then there were. But, but they're all cosmetics. All cosmetics. Who gives a shit? Like, by yeah. all means... Like, okay, sure, they they lied. They said, like, oh, we're not going to have them. But then they did. It's like, but you can still earn them in-game. There's nothing saying you have to spend money on this. I don't think there's anything wrong with giving people the option mm-hmm. by any means. So. I agree. Anyway. I rest my case. I rest my case, <laughs> sir. So, my question to you is... Uh-oh. Do I play Last of Us Part 2? I've started the game, Steven. Yeah. But in this, this this little news bit is why I stopped, I didn't buy the game originally. Because mm-hmm. I felt like some shit like this was going to happen. Yeah. But, PlayStation has been relatively good about offering just free upgrades for people but my problem is if i beat this game and a ps5 upgrade comes out i'm not gonna go back and play last of us part 2 just to see what the difference is in the playstation 5 i'll be upset that i have the ability to but i'll be bummed i'm like man i've already played the game and i don't get to see all the fancy fancy i still think you should just play it now and the reason why i say that is it doesn't make that much of a difference like the last of us is not the kind of game 
where you're like counting frames and like it, it's not necessarily a performance heavy thing mm-hmm. like the reason why it's locked at 30 frames is because they want more of a cinematic feel consistency you don't want the choppiness that could possibly come along yeah, with i mean also to... they they want it to seem more cinematic mm-hmm. like that mimics more closely the frame rate of a movie of movie yeah. than it is a game uh so like it is not that kind of experience like visual fidelity yeah sure like ray tracing whatever blah 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 but the game already looks and plays phenomenally yeah it's still a great game regardless of whether it's 60 frames or 30 frames i say play it now and that's also coming from the place of and i don't know if our i I think you've actually mentioned this before but a few times there have been upgrades for games that increase the frame rate and they make the game less playable for you (laughs) Well, th- more difficult. I shouldn't say less playable. It's just I have to more read- difficult is I- less playable. No, no, no. You can still play a difficult game. It's not like the game's broken or anything. It's just my brain has to like adjust, especially when it's a game I've already played. So, like Spider-Man, for instance, I've been playing Spider-Man Remastered on the PS5, mm-hmm. going through the DLC, and I had to retrain the way my brain worked because even when Miles Morales was available on the PS5, I played in the fidelity mode not the performance mode because and because of that the game was still locked at 30 frames per second which Mm -hmm. i am used to so when i played spider-man remastered and the performance rt mode is now out with 60 frames everything was extremely fluid like oh shit i actually have to press when he's gonna swing there's no like obvious gap like oh he's gonna do this i can just it was weird and then the same thing happened with ghost of tsushima i started that game on ps5 i'm like okay this is difficult like, but I mean, I expected it a little bit because everyone's like, is this going to be a hard samurai game or like just a fun little hack and slash game? So I expected it to be a thing I had to be patient with and pay attention to. But then I transferred my, I put my save in the cloud and then I started playing it on the PS4 upstairs in the bedroom. And I'm like, oh my God, this is easier. And it's because I could see the chops and the frames of when I could like, oh, I'm going to parry and block now. So I think once I get used to 60 frames per second as like a standard going forward it'll be easier but right now i've been playing games in 30 frames or less for 27 years yeah so now it's like whoa fuck and i've never noticed that stuff before and now it's like blatantly in my face so like i'm like oh well sure last of us may be more difficult for it but i think i wonder just for like immersion wise like man it'd be really cool to see this 60 frames with ray tracing and i'd like to see that i know i won't if i beat this game now I still say beat it now. All right. Because, uh, I mean, first of all, you already started. Yeah, true. You're already in it. Mm-hmm. And also, like, it's not it. It's not that big of a difference, and there's no guarantee that this is happening. That's true. This that is, is also true. This is all strictly speculation Very coming true. from a source that is eh. somewhat credible. <laughs> so, like, uh, yeah, I, I think just play it now all because right. it's good now. It is good now. So yeah. Nothing wrong with the game now at all. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Also, I really want to fucking watch you play it. <laughs> Shit was about to go down, and you turned off the game. We were leaving! In an hour! And then we watched Westworld, and you were fine with that. Because I wanted to watch Westworld, too. I was giving you what you wanted. But not until after we watched that Ed and Eddie. That's true, but like, who no doesn't regrets. want... Yeah, I'm no saying, regrets. Yeah, I'm not upset about that at all. It's a good choice. <laughs> it's got such a fucking good show. It is. Mm-hmm. I had never seen that episode, too. That's the first episode. You never watched it? Never saw the first one. Mm-mm-mm. I guess, I mean, I always 
just caught it whenever it was on, so... That's true. Well, also, back then, like, with TV... This is totally unrelated to PlayStation, but TV shows, like, cartoons... Like, you think the episode... Because I remember distinctly the first episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog I watched when it was no longer in that weird shorts show they had, but it was, like, a serialized TV show. The first episode I remember watching was The Were-Mole. Like, I remember that was the first episode they talked about when the show came on TV. But when you watch it on, like, Netflix or on Verve or now HBO Max, the first episode is The Cat's Motel because Mm -hmm. that's how it was produced in order. Back then, it was more commonplace for cartoons and whoever was airing them to say, and the people airing it, like, no, 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 you need to air this episode first. No matter what order it was created, we want you to play that episode first. And that's how you're going to do it. So I think that's what happened. So now when I'm like, oh, the first episode of Curse Cowardly Dog, and I'm like, what? Like, for me, while I had seen that episode of Ed, Ed, and Eddie before, the first episode I remember seeing on television was the one where Ed or Eddie is trying to throw a party in his room, like disco. And he was trying to get that going. Like, that's yeah, I remember that one. That's the first episode I remember seeing on television. And I remember the, the sunburn episode. Uh-huh. That one traumatized me. Um, and later, you live it now. Yeah, later I, I lived that experience. <laughs> Uh, so you do now almost I just, every summer, I feel like. Yeah, now I just relate too much to it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, and I remember, wasn't there like a, not a roller coaster, it was like a river ride through the sewers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like, there was a crocodile, but it was actually Ed, or Eddie. It was a prank of some sort. Yeah, yeah. there was someone in a costume. Anyways, good show. Such a good show. <laughs> I, I like it. See, that's all we got for news. That was a that was a good. I thought we were gonna go over, and we're at fifty seven. Damn, well, fifty eight minutes ish. Look at us, right, right around there. Mm-mm-mm. I think we did good. We did do good, and not one mention of the stock market. Not one fucking mention. <laughs> not of a the single goddamn mention. GameStop stock market. Not even right at the end. <laughs> we didn't mention it at all. Not once. We didn't talk yeah. about it. I'm proud of us. Same here. Not a single burp or fart either. Wow. Yeah. Fuck you. That's right proud of me <laughs> i'm proud of all of us there we go ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening to this episode of dual senses again like comment subscribe share it with a friend share the damn link <laughs> this is an order i am done fucking playing around with you people share the damn link if you don't share th- never mind i'm not gonna uh, let's not threaten we're not yeah, gonna get that no back. threats this time um, but next time well, <laughs> Also, be sure to go to mtfproductions.com slash donate to support the show if you're a fan. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Love, love, love. I can't hit the pause button. (laughs) (laughs) There it is, there it is, there it is. Alright, this is a test. Just making sure that everything is sounding fine. Everything should sound good. (laughs) <laughs> what? Remember before it was cupcake. <laughs> <laughs>